Praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. We give God praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome all. Welcome to Bible study tonight. Uh, trust our day has been well and everybody's doing great. We thank God for another opportunity we have again together with the word of the Lord. Um, today is Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2023. And we're gathered together again before the Lord. And unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. We are gathering together unto thee. We are gathering together to the Lord. We are gathering together unto thee. And unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. We are gathering together unto thee. Father, we come together again unto thee tonight. That we might experience eternity with you. Our hearts again be made clean by the washing of the water by your word. We are strengthened, we are helped to truly mirror you, O oh Lord Jesus. Truly mirror you. Give us grace, Lord, in these teachings of your will. As much as you're going to strengthen and help us, help us mirror you indeed. We thank you, God, tonight because your word is blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Welcome all tonight. And um, tonight we'll be continuing um, with, well, from where we stopped um, in our Bible study. We've been looking at forgiveness as a will of God. And today we'll be looking at how you know you have truly forgiven. And then we'll take a few more thoughts and let's trust God that we'll be able to complete this teachings teaching today so we can take something else next week and like i said these teachings are not going to be once and for all we will go through it over and over and over and over again um i'm trusting the lord that after this teaching god helping us will take a study on the book of proverbs it's been my heart but i feel led to have a detour on this on these thoughts 
and I'm just building them as as they come to my heart by the Spirit of God. But um, somehow, sometime we'll do a study on the book of Proverbs, and I know it's going to be an interesting class or time in that study. Uh, but tonight, we'll continue from where we stopped with forgiveness. Forgiveness is very important because it is a requirement of the kingdom. As long as you're born again, you're in the family of God, you are, it's compulsory you take the, the forgiveness course. Um, I've, we've, we've, we began by laying the foundation with certain scriptures. But tonight, I'm going to build up forgiveness, or rather unforgiveness in prisons. Forgiveness brings freedom. Sometimes it's, it's, it's one of the, one of the most, not most, it's sometimes it's, it's not very easy. But thank God that we are going to a place where we won't need to forgive anyone anymore. But as long as we are on this earth, as long as we still have to relate with people, like I've mentioned, you let people in your office, people will steal money, they will not do the assignment well, they will they will they will want to short change. Um, you give change, you give money to conductor, you will not want to give you change. And they will tie you with somebody else. Um, uh, all kinds of things just make you want to your fuse to blow up. Offense comes. Sometimes you'll be cheated. Sometimes you won't cheat others. Sometimes they will they will abuse you. Sometimes you will abuse others. Hallelujah. So we find that we are we are we are we are when closed. With the, with the natural tendency of man within the church setting, there will be offense. Offense comes easily when food, food, food matters is on the table. I've seen that many times. It's, it's, it's in the church. It's not, it's not, it's not now. Read first Corinthians. Um, for 11, when Paul was talking about breaking bread, he says, can't you eat at home? How come you are fighting in church for food? So fighting for food is not, it's not, not new. It's been an age-long human problem. In fact, he said, some will eat, will eat and get drunk, while others will not eat. That means they will take more portion and keep and hide when others in church will not will get. And you think those ones that didn't get will be happy? That's the root of bitterness and offense. It happens. Hallelujah. That's why sometimes when we share things in church, be ready not to take. 
be, be ready. If they give you praise, if they don't give you praise, God. Hallelujah. But we also will use wisdom to share, to be sure that everybody gets equally. So there's no offense. We, we, the reason this is key, is key is because we know the enemy doesn't play fair. So don't, don't give him room. Someone say, Pastor, why are you talking like this? Uh, because because of the thoughts I'm going to be sharing tonight. Not tell me your Bibles quickly tonight to, to uh, Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. You know, uh, before this class, I was listening to a hymn, and I want you to, to listen to that hymn too. Um, a mighty fortress is our God. Just playing it just to just to calm myself down, just to, you know, just just not calm myself down. But, but um, anyway, just to, you know, just hear music. I was playing that hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. Ephesians to the four. I want us to read verse, verse 27. King James says, and give no room to the devil. You know, He's looking for room sometimes. Even if he doesn't find room, he, we, believers can give him room. So don't give him room. Do your best because you know he's there. Rather give room to the spirit. Amplified police will say, and do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating. No, I, no, I, I like this. Now, now, please, if you can put that scripture on the, I mean, um, on, on the group, um, on the group chat, sometimes I'm not there, but let me see if I can go there. Yes, amplified. Thank you. Now, let everybody go to that chat. Let's go to everybody and see what I'm saying. And let's be together. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. Now you see that we can. And if we do, then it takes advantage. This is warfare. Because the kingdom of God is at stake. That's why we can't afford as believers to live in unforgiveness. But this evening, as I as we as we build up, um Particularly in church. Now, now church is not particularly in every area because he will not he will not pick an area where is to him no area is no area is more once once unforgiveness comes, once there's grudge, there's bitterness, there's anger, there's it thrives. It it it, it attracts him and his and his demons.
Many people can offend you. It can be family. It can be siblings. You know, I used to mention siblings rivalry. I've seen this sometimes. It's amazing. Sometimes family misunderstandings. For you as a believer, you must not get entwined with rivalries and, and fights. Okay, what that should be. Anyone you can dada and make sure there's no fight. Blessed are the peacemakers. If there's no trouble, there won't be a peacemaker. Be the peacemaker. Say I'm a peacemaker. Say I'm a peacemaker. He said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Any family that works in strife, the door is open for Satan to strike. So forgiveness is very, is very, is very key, is, 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 is associated with the kingdom of God. And anyone that identifies with God's kingdom must take the course of forgiveness. C-O-U-R-S-E. Now, before I go on again tonight, I want to say that forgiveness is in twofold. One is is the responsibility of the one who feels aggrieved. Now, if I feel someone offends me, I am the one to forgive. That's a, that's an aspect. If someone hurts me and I feel offended, I'm the one that will forgive. So the one who, fe who, feel of who feels offended has a responsibility to let go in the kingdom. That's an aspect. Now, let me show you this a pattern in Mark eleven twenty five. Mark eleven twenty five. Mark eleven twenty five. Can we turn it tonight? Mark eleven twenty five. Hear what he said. And when you stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any now, if you have ought, if you you, so is you now. Forgive. So someone offends you, forgive. Be a quick forgiver. Don't hold things to heart. Your dad offends you, forgive. Mom, forgive. Be quick. The spirit of God is a spirit of forgiveness. 
Hallelujah. Sometimes also, the one whom you know has an heart against you, you should seek. Now, there are times, it is, it is sometimes you are hurt. The person doesn't even know that he has hurt you or she has hurt you. He doesn't even know. In that instance, you forgive, even if the person doesn't know. Now, there are times that both parties know. Now, this way is difficult, but it's not difficult for a child of God. In any case, don't even be a person that, that, that's looking for offense. Throw it far from you. Because it frees you up. One of the ways that demons cleave to believers, let me say that, is through unforgiveness. Have you, have you, do you know what is called symbiotic relationship? The, the host provides life for the, <laughs> for the attache. The moment there's unforgiveness, demons begins to feed. So, so, so they love it. Mark, Mark 5, sorry, Matthew 5. Matthew 5 tonight. Let's turn to Matthew 5. Because this is how serious this matter is. Matthew 5, we're going to read two verses. Verses 23 and 24. Now, if your Bible is like my Bible, the King James Bible, the red letter edition, Every red letter is the express words of Jesus. So the writers were quoting the words of the Lord expressly. So they use red letter. So folks, this is the word of, our, of, of God. Verse 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, I don't, it doesn't matter what you have been taught. Nothing can negate the principles of Jesus where the church is concerned. His word is, is law. It is based on these principles that the church lives. Our life, our our, 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 our survival, our existence as the body of Christ is hinged on the words of Jesus. Not on the interpretation that man gives to it. Hear what Jesus said. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there you remember that thy brother, now, you see now, thy brother, had ought. So it's not you now. You know he's offended at you. You know something is wrong. The first one is, it is you that knows and the person doesn't even know. So forgive. But now, it is not even you. You know that to you there's nothing. But somebody else has something that you know. You know what I said? It says, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way first. 
be reconciled. Be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer the gift. So that means the gift is worthless. Do you see the reason you can't afford to even have offense with anybody? Because, okay, if the person now is not in the place where you, where you can call and service has started and you brought your gift, what did you bring? Your gift of, of thanksgiving and praise. It's going nowhere. As long as you know, it's going nowhere. So if anybody wants to cause offense, you want to say the person, Akubami, Joshua, know me. I give you, 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 you want my shoe, take two. You want my jacket, take the singlets. Just take and go. I have to worship God. My shoe, you know me. Because it won't be accepted. But you know, if it's a big gift, pastor will lick mouth and take it because it's big. <laughs> you bring the gift to the altar, and we meet. No, I won't. If I know, I won't take it. But I won't know that. So I will take the gift. In fact, I will pray for you. Big prayer. You know, sometimes people bring give big gift. Pastor prays big prayer, but not me, sir. It's also natural. The bigger the gift, the more anointing comes for prayer. That's what Isaac did. He said, Isaac said, he says, I mean, I mean, Jacob, go, go and bring venison. I pray for you. When they brought him the big venison, see prayer. He says, Your brother will serve you. <laughs> Sir Jacob, Haba. <laughs> and when he goes, I've blessed him. But he has eaten. So it's natural for man sometimes not to know. But 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 what a travesty that the one whom should bless you indeed says you've just wasted that offering because someone has hurt against you. This is this is the kingdom. This is how we must live. No, nobody can explain this away. That's the sometimes we must learn to be quiet a little more and walk in love greatly. Oh, no man, anything but love. So there are instances where you know someone is has an offense against you. Settle it. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. He says, be angry, but sin not. Settle it. Settle out of court before judgment comes. He says, don't let your brother take you to the court. Say, before he gets there, settle it. Let's, once the judge pronounce judgment, you will pay everything. Unforgiveness is not something small. And the challenge is there's always there's always wahala to cause unforgiveness, to cause strife, to cause and see it is it is it is strife, it is bitterness, it is anger that breeds resentment. The moment there's resentment, there's there's, there's, there's a feeling of of discontent towards somebody by an action that needs to go.
Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. That was the position of Stephen. Someone said, ah, that's Jesus. He's because he's God. That's why he could forgive. How about Stephen? Is Stephen Jesus? In fact, Stephen was, 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 was running errand for the early church. He wasn't, he wasn't among the apostles. He was just a church member. But he forgave. So if you come to church or come to your brother, don't, don't do things that can bring offense now. Someone came to me some years ago, years ago, now, at least not now. He said, ah, please give me soft loan. I mentioned this in church several times. This is almost the eighth year now, except the pay tomorrow. And I gave him soft loan. I, I, I didn't know, I was, giving, I was giving a hard loan. He said, give me in two weeks. This is the eighth year. And after a while, he saw me say, after like one year, he said, she be you're my pastor. She be you're my brother. Dash me the money. That is not right for a believer to do. Because you are opening door for offense. Now, if such will happen, you will go and beg and please don't have, please help me. Let him be the one to say, no problem, brother. Don't come and use Ogoju. Don't use brain. That brain is not God. That, that brain is satanic brain. Because that wisdom is not from God. It's earthly, it's sensual, it's covetous, it's, it's, it's deceitful. Barnabas sold land, brought money, boom. People praised him. Oh, thank you, Brother Barnabas. We appreciate you. And I saw how people praised him. He too went to sell his own and he some money. And he brought some. And the sum he brought it was huge. Was, hey, hey. But you see, God knew it, he, he wasn't telling the whole truth. You see how the understanding of these things keeps us working right. Because we know the the spiritual implication. Satan is waiting. He doesn't play fair. Amen tonight. All right. And let me say this tonight. Forgiveness occurs the instant, the moment one releases or let go of the offense irrespective of the state or the cause of the offense. Does it take long to forgive? No. Forgiveness can occur in an instant. Once you say, Father, I forgive, I let go, it's done. Because that is the same principle that God dealt with us with. The moment we confess our sins, the Bible says it's faithful and just to forgive and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So tonight, forgiveness is a core, core assignment 
Now, the world may not forgive. You do not, there are people in the world that I've, I've heard some people in the world, they say this, this person does not forgive. He never forgives anyone. He's always waiting for an opportunity to take his own of flesh. I've heard that about people in the world many times. And some people take pride in the fact that they are known to be non-forgivers. No, that's for the world. For the church, you must be ready to suffer wrong for the sake of Christ. Particularly among brethren. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5, he says, are you not willing to suffer wrong or to be defrauded? Let no brother defraud other brother. But in the spirit of the church, be ready. This is the church. Anything outside this is a club. Any gathering of believers that don't follow this principle, they're a club. They are, they are all, they are, they are, they are association of friends. And we don't use offense to react one to another. <laughs> Jesus gave Judas the pause. <laughs> he, he didn't react to Judas. Jesus did not withdraw Peter's rank because Peter denied him or used knife to cut somebody's ear. Jesus still loved James and John, the sons of thunder, Boanerges, the fact that his, their mother came to him did not change his disposition towards them. Let nothing change your disposition. That is the, that is the, the, the difference between the church and the world. That's what shows the work of the spirit in your heart. For if God will mark iniquity, nobody will stand. That's the reason you don't act to your husband. You know, some husband can be very, very, very husbandly. Let me say the next word. And 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 sometimes people react. Wives, husbands, if you are believers, sometimes it can be in your, in your workplace. Let's have this mindset, the mindset of forgiveness. Because it makes the sacrifice worthless. It makes the offering unacceptable. It makes the prayer unacceptable. And then if what's up, then hallelujah tonight. Hallelujah. At the end of this meeting tonight, I believe you'll have released someone and someone will have released you. Because the word forget means to release, to let go. Why? Because it's the command of the Lord. It's only believers that are subject to this crucible because that's the, 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 the oppression the most operandi of the church, of the faith. 
Hallelujah. You know, Satan can allow you to do everything, but you see, once there's unforgiveness, it holds you all in jugular. So, 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 when Paul says they have a form of godliness, but the power is not there, it's not work, what it means. They can be doing the activity, but the force of God that works through love is absent. In Christ Jesus, in neither circumcision, no, circumcision avails nothing but faith that works by love. Galatians 6 verse 5 and 6 verse 15. But a new creature. You might have an apprentice. Didn't you see the letter that Paul wrote to Philemon? The servant, Odysseus, stole from Philemon. The boy was a thief. It was a servant he stole. That Paul said, he that steals should steal no more. Ephesians 5. But Odysseus was a thief. And Paul wrote to him, he said, please forgive. I'm sending him back. If I found favor in your sight, please forgive him. It is I writing Paul the agent. Now, in a work setting, there are rules and ethics. Um, if the person infringes on, on the ethics as laid down, let the rule apply. All right? But there are times you know when to forgive. Even with the ethics and the rule. God will give us wisdom. If you use one hand to talk to a child, use the second hand to draw him back. How you know you are truly forgiven? Number one, you are able to pray for the person from your heart. When you are able to pray for the person from the depth of your heart, you are forgiven. You have truly let go. You have really released the person. So if the prayer is not yet going well, check it. So how do we, how do you know that you have truly, truly forgiven when you are able to pray for the person from the depth of your heart? You are forgiven. Amen tonight. Point number one. You are able to forgive. I'm sorry, you are able to pray for the person who has offended you from your heart. You are able to pray. Nothing, nothing restricts that 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 desire to pray for the person you have truly forgiven this is how you know number two you know you have forgiven someone truly when you are able to buy a gift for the person number two You know that sometimes when somebody offends you, or let's take instance, husband and wife, the gift the person buys for you, you won't, you won't use it again. The watch he buys, you won't wear the watch, you won't wear the watch again. 
Because, <laughs> amen? Yes, it's true. I'm a pastor, I know it. If you are still finding it difficult to use the gift the person buys for you, or that special spoon, that plate he buys, or that necklace, or that chain, when you're, you are going to church, you not going to use the chain. You didn't wear the... <laughs> you have not forgiven, no. You still hold hot. So how do you know you are forgiven when you are able to use the 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 the, the gift that is bought for you, or you are able to buy a gift for the person? Have you seen husband and wife? They are fighting. She will cook. He won't eat. Ah, I know it. I'm not hungry. Ah, and it's because it is hot. So how do you know you are forgiven? You know when you are able to buy gifts or use the gift somebody gave you or the person who what you gave you. That's number two. Number one, you are able to pray for the person from your heart. You are able to stand before the Lord and pray and pray before the Lord sincerely for the person in your heart. You're forgiven. Number two, you are able to use the gift the person buys for you all. You are able to buy the person a gift, the person who has put against you. Amen. Number three, how do you know you are forgiven? Your heart stops pounding when you see the person. You know, pounding? Your heart stops keeping. <laughs> Bible says, that that the mountain skips like ram before the Lord. When it's offense, the heart skips at the sight of the passive offender. You just feel, you just feel. No, as a believer, that must not be. So, how do you know you are forgiven? Number one, you pray for the heart of the person. Number two, you are able to use the gift the person buys for you, or you're able to buy the person a gift also from your heart, and it's free. Number three, your heart stops pounding at the sight of your brother or sister or your colleague or your husband, or your wife or your child or your daughter or whomever is involved. Your heart stops pounding. Jesus said, if someone has power against you, Drop the gift at the altar. Go back. When you are done, any day you don't come back, I will receive it. For if you give it that way, you are wasting your time. So do we see why there's no much force, no much power in the church? Because there's, 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 the flesh is still at work. Don't be a source of offense and don't be a cause of offense. Number four, you seek the best and the welfare of the person at all times. You seek the best and the welfare of the person at all times. You see, these things are practical things that I've seen in the course of, of my pastoral life. Do you know there's a people in church that wish other, other believers evil? They are wishing big. 
qui ont conché, qui ont joué Yeah. And, and with that kind of heart, you think you'll be accepted before God. No, you won't. But it's there. Something is holding it down. You feel you are right. You feel you'll be hot. No, 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 no. The, 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 the requirement of God is that you let go. Amen. Don't wish anybody, anytime you wish. You know, it's not as though you, you, you are, but someone in your heart, you... <laughs> You know, uh, there's this stuff that happened some time ago. A fellow believer said that another believer should be allowed to go and suffer. She be claims he knows he has faith. Let him go and suffer and learn by suffering. It does happen, brethren. Never allow yourself get to that point. If you do, you'll be hindering yourself and hindering everybody around you and hindering the work of God in the church. So wish everybody well. To the pure, all things are pure. As much as it lies in your power, follow peace with all men, do good to all men. If they ask you to go one mile, go two miles. If they ask you to bring one, one, one soup, bring two soups. Just at the end of it all, in the next 30, 40 years, it's over. We'll meet the Lord and nobody will ask you for a soup anymore. Nobody will offend you anymore. The offense will finish. But, but the way we handle offense here determines how we, we face our master after here forever. So how do we, because of the moment, affect our forever? We must not look at things that are temporal, Paul said, but on things that are eternal. You seek the best. Love believes the best. Love wishes the best. Love acts the best. So when you believe the best, you, you don't remain at the level of belief. You put that belief to action. So if there's anything you can do to help, help. And if you have this mindset, eventually offense will hardly come. Hardly. But offense can come. But as soon as it comes, Played. You know, when you eat, as long as you eat in the plate, the plate will be dirty. But thank God there's soap. As long as you finish eating, what do you do? You wash. Give no room. Number five. The Holy Spirit will confirm to your heart. He will bear the witness that you're forgiven. He will let you know that, yeah, this is done. He will confirm it to you that you have truly forgiven and all is over. He will tell you. How you know you have truly forgiven. Sometimes someone asks, Pastor, how do I know I've 
it has, it has gone. This is how you know. You're able to pray. You're able to use the gift or you buy a gift. Your heart, your heart, your, your, your heart does not skip or pound when you see the person. You seek the best. The Holy Spirit also confirms to you that it's done. Now, let me take a few thoughts next. How to avert recurring offense. Sometimes it recalls. How do we avert it? As believers, how do we avert it? It became a thought for the apostle Paul in the church in Philippians when he wrote to them, he said, please help me beg these two women, my fellow workers. Imagine people who are working with Paul. There was an argument to the point that the whole church had to be begging them. Please don't, don't, don't be, don't create room. Don't do things that will bring offense. Don't speak things that will cause others to be offended. You must guard your utterance, guard your action, guard your demeanor, guard your, because the work of God can be impeded. Imagine we are both in the same unit and someone has an ought against, we're all playing games and Satan is the one winning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, do you know that in a family setting, the moment daddy and mommy are not in good terms for a day or two or three, you know the house is not normal. There's and there's the atmosphere changes. The children even know. If it's in the office, somehow the people will know. Now, if it's in the church, ah, demons know and, and they rejoice. They are doing party. They are during praise worship. They are dancing with you. I'm telling you the truth. As you are clapping, they are clapping louder because you have you have put. Do you know that the atmosphere in the home becomes tense? You can feel something is wrong because daddy and mommy are, are quarreling. You can feel it. If you feel that in a physical situation, how much more spiritual? It's more real in the spirit than even real in the physical. That's why we must, we must be careful. not to offend our brethren. It's all been blessed tonight. It's all been blessed tonight. All right. You know, sometimes you can be the agent of help to someone, an agent of, of, of hindrance to someone. Choose to be an agent of help. How to have, have that recording offense? Number one, learn from past mistakes. Learn from past mistakes that 
that led to offense in the first instance. Check what pattern do I do I exhibit that always gives room for offense? What do I always do? Check from check from past or learn from past experience or past mistakes that that led to the offense. What patterns? What do I exhibit that 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 makes people to to be wronged? Because if this is if this is cardinal to the heart of Jesus, not we're the ones that were just. We won't we, we won't bend the Bible to suit her. It's, it's not me. It's my it's, it's my it's my personality. No, that personality must must bend to the word. The word cannot bend to it. In any case, the reason we are doing Bible studies is because we are meant to be conforming to the image of Christ. Learn from past mistakes. Learn from it. When someone tells you that this is what you did that I didn't like, don't do it again as a believer. How to avert offense. How to avert recording offense. One, learn from past mistakes that led to offense. Check what pattern you exhibit that always cause others to be offended and be grieved. I've told you my experience. My wife doesn't like snail. So I don't take snail close to her. No matter how happy I am with snail, I will eat my snail in one corner. I won't near with it. And my best food is snail. So she doesn't like it, so I eat it in one corner. In fact, she's the one that would do it for me. Oh, I will go and eat it in one corner. As she's doing it, she her nose is closed, no problem. Close your nose. I'll cut my snail and go and eat somewhere. I'll, I'll, if I when I'm eating it, I won't eat it. Yum, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. I'll eat it in the corner. No offense. I've learned it. And if I did it one day, she of course, so I from now I know no offense. My wife says she doesn't like me mixing um, <laughs> mixing tea. I'm doing it in cup. Okay. So truly, if I'm gonna mix my tea, I use plastic spoon. So it doesn't make sound. Don't tell me that's how I want to mix my tea. I'm the man. Which man? You have finished yourself. I am, I am, I am. What are you? Sir, what are you? What do you be? So I use plastic spoon. In fact, I have I use plastic cup. So if I mix with her with her man cup, she no go here. So no offense. You know why? I have to preach. I have a home. I know that now, now, a time will come when she will grow into where it will mean. But at the moment when she has told me that she doesn't like my cup making crack, 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 I use plastic. The day she grows it, she will tell me now, take the cup, if I use armor and use iron to mix it. Now I can pay. Now we go ahead. All things are lawful for me, but not everything is expedient. Why? Because our adversary is not playing fair. Husband, wife. Husband said, I don't like too much salt. Please don't put salt now. The day he had grow salt, he can eat salt one bag, give him two bags of salt to eat. 
Don't say, that's how I learned the recipe. The salt must be first spoon. The man said, I don't. He said, you must eat it. It's my ministry. Who gave you ministry, woman? Avoid offense. Amen. Same thing applies to every sphere. Tonight, I'll give you one more point and then we'll close in this study. Because this is a caucus for us. Forgiveness is a caucus. Because it plays a vital role in the Christian community. Number two, don't always be insistent on your own rights. Number two, how to avert repurpose. Don't always be insistent on your own rights. Give people time to come through. Because when you're always insistent on your own right, it brings friction. Even if you are right. Sometimes it takes some people a while to catch up with truth. Give them room, give them time. Suffer long, explain long, persevere long. In any case, what's the gift of perseverance and endurance or patience? What's it used for? Is to, is to be patient, patiently enduring. I'll close with this one tonight. First Peter. Everybody, let, let's go there tonight. Let me close with that scripture tonight. Um, thank you, Lord. Sorry, please. Second Peter chapter 3. Let me see how I can read that stuff from the Amplified. Please let me put it on, on, on the group tonight. 2 Peter 3. Give me the Amplified um, verse, verse 9. 2 Peter 3 verse 9. Amplified. Thank you, sir. The Lord does not delay as though he were unable to act. And is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is extraordinarily. So if God is extraordinarily patient with people, even with his eternal truth. Wow. We all ought to imitate him and be patient toward others until they come to terms with the truth. Forgiveness and averting offense. Don't always be insistent on your right. I have two, three more points on this and I will take the next point, I'll take the next point, we'll close. But tonight our time is up. Some ask pastor, why is pastor taking this like this? Because the words of Jesus for the church.
If we miss it in this area, we are doing ourselves grave injustice, grave disservice. Oh, no man, anything but love. Confess your offense. James said, James chapter 6, number 5, verse 16. Confess, confess your offense one to another and pray one for that you might be healed. Offense brings entanglement. That word healing there is no sickness. That word healing there is freedom, that you might be free. There are many people who are bound today in the spirit and even the physical because of unforgiveness. And you can avert it by learning from your past mistakes that's been brought to your attention. Uh, sister, this is what you did that I didn't like. This is what you said I didn't like. This is what you did. Once you are told, don't say it's your, it's your personality. No, 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 no. That personality is being worked on by the word. For the church shall be cleansed and sanctified by the washing of the water by the word. Thou may lead a life fully representing Christ. I close with this. Jesus said, I have come to show you the Father. And if we are the body of Christ, we show for Christ. First Timothy 4, 13, let no man despise your youth. Be thou an example of the believer in your word, in your utterance, in your faith, in your purity, in your love, in your speech, in your composure, in your demeanor, in your looks, in your moderation, be an example of the believer. Let there be no offense. So there's no basis for men holding men to heart. But if you have ought against another, forgive but we can avert recurring offense by learning and by not always insisting all right. I trust God that tonight you've learned something like I have learned. Yeah, I wrote these things down by God's inspiration, but I'm learning from it as I'm teaching. It's guiding my life. I can assure you that. I can attest to it. My prayer is that it will guide you tonight. So ruminate. This is who God wants you to be. Anyone who stays on the word, this is what the word will turn him or her to. Showing forth the glory of God. I pray tonight that, that the Lord will grant you grace to do exactly how is laying it in your heart to respond to this truth tonight? Let us pray. Our Father, you have helped us tonight again to see your word, though difficult, but yet simple. Your yoke is easy, your burden is light, yet is yoke, yet is burden. Thank you because our hearts will grasp this. 
and will be called peacemakers. Who are those children? There'll be no offense. Any personality that we have that brings offense, Father God, we pray, oh God, that it will be crucified. Let the heart of love, compassion, grace, and mercy fill us in our homes, in our offices, in the church, every space in which we have relations with others. We work in forgiveness, understanding the will of the Lord for this time. And we give no room to the devil. We thank you, O God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God to me. Hallelujah. Um, thank God again for this tonight's meeting. We'll meet again on Thursday after our prayer. Um, um, at the end of the fast, I believe you've learned something today. And I want you to put that word of learning to action. It is not the hearer of the word that is blessed, but is the doer. God is building you up as an army in this time, such that you have enough to send forth into his vineyard, to live out the truth, teach the truth, and do the truth. Husbands to wife, work in love, forgive. Hug each other. Say something good. Appreciate what, whatever you do together. Bond, hold up. Build up, don't be, don't be, don't close up, but open up yourselves. And enjoy the warmth of true family love. God bless you all tonight. We'll see you again by, by God's grace on Thursday. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, folks. God bless you all. Happy night, rest. Amen.